What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 193 of your favorite podcast, The Grand Podcast. I'm Michelle Samia, alongside my co-host, Megan Luck. And today, we're going to talk to you about don't fuck up pre-stage. We've got some really good tips in here for you to use your last 12, 24 hours leading into the show. I think you guys are really going to love it. I think it'll be very helpful, as always. Grand Podcast brought to you by Revive Summits, brought to you by Raw Summits. Just come to Haley at checkout to support your boy. Please leave us a five-star rating review. Share us with your friends. We appreciate you greatly. Episode 193, I'll see you inside. How many times have we seen people like uh, uh, like post their, their couple day out check-in pictures or something like that, and then like by the time we see them on stage, they just look completely different. Like completely uh, different. I, lot, yeah. I think it happens a ton. Oh, yeah. You kind of tell, too. Um, like... If people are like super um, like structuring or um, editing the photos that they're posting, <clears throat> like on Instagram, it's like like most people just like look at the physique and stuff. But like if you look at the carpet or like the walls or like things around them, and it looks extremely textured, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they probably turn that fucking structure away. Like you can uh, see like the grains in the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, of course I can see the grains in your physiques because yeah. the wall doesn't even fucking oh, have grains. Kind of and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but then, like, when you see someone who's, like, actually, like, has a good-looking physique, and it's like, oh, so, you know, they might do all right. And then all of a sudden, the stage time comes, it's like, what happened? There's so many things that play into this. Sure, you can point to, like, poor peaking, which I think happens often. Um, I think there's, like, a lot of nonsense that happens in the final week. I, I think a lot of the nonsense is commonly applied to people who aren't ready anyways. Like, i never seen someone just, like, dug out, like, like fucking just peeled to the gills that, like, fucks up a, a bunch, right? It's usually like more borderline individuals um, because, like, the reality is, um, you know, you, you, you can't fill fat. Like, fat's already full, right? <laughs> Like you can only like fill up flat. You can only fill up being flat. Like bring life back to being flat. Um, and I, so you know, I, I think it definitely takes a trained eye. But honestly, not even that much of an eye. Just like see what's going on with the physique. And sometimes there's also people that like have these hamstrings and like mid backs that like look really good, but then everything in between is soft. Mm-hmm. And like people think that's like an electrolyte manipulation or something like that. And as I know, like, they just have body fat. Yeah, there. they're just so fat. Yeah, yeah they, they're just like not in shape. So mm-hmm. like, don't manipulate anything. Put them on stage, and their best looks probably going to be fasted. If you're not in shape, majority of the time your best looks going to be fasted. If you are in shape, there's still a decently high chance. That if you're not an overly muscular individual, that your best look is still going to be fasted. Right. Right? Um, so, a couple things to prevent fucking up pre-stage. I want to start, like, the night before. Because the night before, people start going nuts. And, like, start, I don't know, just, like, freaking out. Like, dude, you know, like. It's just stressing It's, a, it's a bodybuilding show. Like, I don't care it's if it's. That I don't care if it's a professional bodybuilding <laughs> show. NPC, <laughs> like there's so many more serious events you're gonna like you're gonna get married and that's a way bigger event you're gonna have this. your first child you're gonna yeah you're gonna become a, a parent at some point like that's a way bigger event than this at some point like you played your last uh, athletic okay but i will game. play devil's advocate here and say that there are people that rely on this for a paycheck 
So at the professional level, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I'll agree that there are definitely some people who, yeah, like they, they need that first but place like, or that prize money. Yeah, you're in the, honestly, the NPC level, like, so you're going to yeah. get first place and then you're going to go home and you're going to be the same person you were. Yeah. Like, it so, doesn't change Like, why, why are we, you know, the night before the show, you can fast forward 24 hours from now. You can keep this in your mind. 24 hours from now is all the stress and the anxiety and the, the energy that I'm wasting right now. Like, is that making my outcome different or better in 24 hours? Well, the answer is going to be a resounding no, right? So why not just chill out? Because <laughs> let me tell you what will make your placement better and your result better and your overall day better. Chilling out. honestly just chilling out, right? So like the night before, um, you know, I think you should be taking... Some revive calm. calm. Yeah, some revive calm. <laughs> I like some CBD. Honestly, I'm okay with THC and most people. If that's what helps you calm the fuck out, chill out. Um, I I was asked in my Q&A the other day about vodka shots the night before pre-stage. I use them in some people. There's nothing I do in everyone other than I keep electrolytes stable. <laughs> By the way, it was really funny seeing the last podcast in the comments on Brandon's transformation picture where people are making LOLs about the electrolyte thing that I discussed. <laughs> like everyone talking about this NAK ratio, like thinking of something special. I LOL and I'm glad that you guys <laughs> had fun with me on that one. That was funny. But, um, I mean, vodka can be extremely beneficial. I have all my athletes at least have it on hand, or all my athletes that are of age at least have it on hand because, um, you know, there, there's there's a few things that you want to look for, right, uh, before you just, like, deploy really anything. But when we're talking about vodka, it's number one. Um, well, it's going to be a diuretic, okay? Um, so you understand after you take in vodka – you're going to wake up with, you know, a little different look and you're going to expel some more water overnight. So you have to plan for that. So knowing, um, you know, what the pre-bed weights are for your athlete all the way up to that show, like how much are they dropping? Let's say they're dropping four pounds a night. We take a little bit of vodka. I bet they drop 4.6. Like I, I bet it adds, it's just a little amount, but it's definitely something that's noteworthy. And so can they, number one, afford that? Some people can't afford that. 0.6 will be past the point of two flat. Um, that they that it'll just be difficult to recover from. And one thing to keep in mind, once you're like within 12 hours out from the show, we want that stomach feeling as empty as it possibly can. But the bigger goal is when we get on stage, it needs to feel completely empty. Like the stomach should not, it should feel like there's nothing in there. So timing everything out to having an empty stomach on stage is going to allow us to bring our best look. And an empty stomach, almost every time, is going to have a harder physique, right? Like that's why in the morning people look the hardest they possibly can. I've, I've, I've talked about many times as well, like um, do your fasted cardio, then pose after your fasted cardio. Like that's kind of what you can take your onstage look as when you drop water, when you drop stress, um, when you drop um, uh, drugs that are causing, that are elevating toxicity. Um, you know, when you have a good night's rest, when you implement something like a vodka or asparagus or vitamin C that are all natural diuretics. 
um, or even if you use a little bit of, of like a diazide or aldactone, that post-fasted cardio look, that's kind of what you want to emulate on stage. And obviously there you're fast, you're, your stomach is fasted, but you have volumization of the muscle because you were just moving, you know, during the cardio, you were facilitating blood, nutrients, and oxygen around, right? So vodka has a fantastic, um, have we ever used it? You and I? Yeah. Yeah, Junior Nats. Oh, before Junior Nats? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, did you feel up. anything? You were, were you a little fucked up? <laughs> no, I went straight to bed. You did. It, it, it would have kicked in, like, after you had yeah. like, gone to bed. Um, sometimes I like let my people like throw some Mio in there, like mix it in with some water. Cause like taking a straight vodka shot when you probably haven't had alcohol in quite some time. So how'd you take it? Straight. Mama yeah. didn't raise no bitch. Yeah, dude, straight <laughs> to the fucking dome, huh? Yeah. Now what if I would have told you to take some tequila? I would have said fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> make, make, make it way too soft for tequila. Why do you like tequila? What do you like about tequila? I had a bad experience when I was younger, and I just every time I smell it, I think about it. It's horrible. It's pretty nasty. It's disgusting. Lie. Yeah. I don't think of, I don't even think there's like a nice tequila. I think no. of like Jose Cuervo <laughs> every yeah. time because that's what I got fucked you know, up. You know my it. sister's dog. The name her, um, her dog's name is Avion. Yeah. Based off the tequila. Wow, Sarah, I'm shocked. Yeah, right. <laughs> the most shocking discovery of the day. With, at their wedding, I was obviously underage when they got married, but they had you know just a ridiculous bar, and I remember just cranking Avion all night. And you know I don't like to. I'll, I'll drink tequila. I don't like it at all. You like it in like and drinks. Dab- I like it in drinks. Like yeah. if there's a drink that has tequila, you like it. Yeah, because usually they're super fucking fruity. <laughs> yeah, and you always get the bitchiest drinks. So this is something, this is something <laughs> I never told. I haven't told anyone about this. So um, this has been a couple months back. Uh, there's this Instagram page I really enjoy it a lot. It's called Masculine Desire. It's a really <laughs> good Instagram page. I don't know, judge me if you want. But just post a bunch of memes about masculinity and whatnot. <laughs> you know, I'm not, you know, my mama didn't raise no bitch That's either. You're getting your daily inspiration. I am. I am. Let's see. Let's see what Well, it's not working. Let's see what ma- <laughs> I need to do better. <laughs> let's see what Masculine Desire posted today. Four hours ago. I haven't read this. I'm reading it fresh. I, I just saw the post four hours ago. I better hope it's good. A man must be able to detach himself from previous failures and criticisms in order to push through to future success. The world is ruthless. It doesn't care about your fragility and excuses. It will crush you until you perish or develop a thick skin. Natural selection shows no mercy. That's beautiful. That's dope. Is that not dope? Is that not dope? Oh, here's one. Here's one. One day ago. Harsh truth. If you love a woman more than she loves you, her affection for you will inevitably fade away. Until she starts investing her time and energy in you, she's a distraction. Keep the focus on yourself and be in control of your emotional investment. That's what I do. That's so stupid. That's what I do. I, I, um, I keep focus on myself and I'm... My grandma always I'm, told me to I'm, fall in love I'm, with a man I'm, who loves me more I'm than in, I love him. I'm, I'm focused on myself and I keep control of my emotional investments by just not investing emotions. <laughs> so I'm in complete control of my emotional investments. That's good for you. you see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? You're going to be 90 by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I've learned a lot from the Masculine Desires page. Um, what not? To the... <laughs> so a few months back... Now that we know that this page is very legit in its quality. Yeah, because um, Justin Maley <laughs> Yeah, a few months back, 
they were talking about that there was this guy who was on there. Um, I forget who it was, but he, you know, he's a real alpha dude. And he was like talking to stuff, and I was enjoying some of the things he was saying. He's like, you know, I, I oftentimes challenge myself because I was like, man, if you are out with with a woman and you order a, a drink at a fine bar, and it comes out and it's this, it's this, you know, more feminine laced up drink rather than like a masculine drink like you know like a, what, whiskey a fucking Bud Light like that. <laughs> not, definitely not Bud Light that's not masculine that's trash a curse <laughs> that's fucking redneck no offense to my Curtis Light drinkers to all my Bud Light drinkers uh, I just it's not for me so he he said he, he said everyone can relate to this You've had this happen before and you kind of felt a type of way. And I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah, like I definitely have some instances where I ordered a drink. I didn't expect it to be as feminine in presentation as it was. And I was out with someone who I didn't know that great. You felt a type of way. And he's like, why not embrace that? Why not embrace your feminine energy alongside your masculine energy? This drink caught your attention. It's something that's it's obviously a beautiful creation just like women are. So embrace the femininity within this within this beverage. And, you know, it's, it's like have an LOL about it. But a real masculine man can... Are we talking about this on a podcast right now? <laughs> a truly masculine man who is one who can embrace his feminine energy even when his feminine energy is external. And that is obviously an a, a example of external feminine energy. So that's... Right? Right? <laughs> so these are things that I'm learning on the day-to-day basis. That's that how applying. you channel your feminine energy. Well, it's one drinks. of them. That's the only... No, that's literally the only way. I have other ways what? as well. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. I am because You'll I've never seen them. <laughs> You'll see them as they come out. It's been like a few years. <laughs> they'll, they'll come out. They'll come out. Ne- <laughs> Next time something pops up, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. That was my feminine energy speaking. Okay. All right. So I'm just becoming more and more in line with my feminine energy. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad you're all concerned. Are we talking about that on a podcast? That's fu- How did we even get on that top? Anyways. Because Anyways, I took a sh- so, fucking shot of vodka before I even That's true. That's true. So, the vodka can definitely act as, you know, can definitely calm an overactive nervous system. Anyone who's ever taken a shot of vodka knows that, like, if you're in the right setting, it's, you know, you're going to be real mellowed out, real chill, you're going to, you know, lay down and probably go to sleep. All right? And like I said, obviously, the direct effect as well. Now, the morning of the show, this is something I love doing. Every show morning, I get up, I take a little walk, just me and my music. It's still dark outside. You just kind of reflect. Um, just you, yourself, your thoughts, and, and the truth that only you know about your contest preparation up to this point. Um, the times of, of triumph, the low times that you had, uh, the times where you feel like you turned a new page as a competitor or as... Um, uh, you know, just just uh, a bean. Um, you 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 know, allow yourself to just assess and analyze everything that you know went down because you know today's a big day and it's something that you've worked really hard for. But after you do all that, organize your thoughts going forward. Make sure your schedule is like I I make a schedule in my mind and I take the snapshot of this schedule and this is just what I have to do and where I have to go. There's no rushing around. There's no reason for me to rush around. I'm going to be completely prepared all day. Anything I could possibly need is on me at the time. My food, my food scale, the weight scale, the clothes that I need for tanning, my sock for tanning, my trunks, my number, my 
badge to get in the show. Everything you possibly need is just on you everywhere you go. So the day before, you prepare all of these things. And when you wake up, it's kind of like when you wake up for a super early vacation. Like, I got to get up at 3.30, go to the airport. You probably have everything prepared to literally get out of bed and put your shoes on and walk out the front door, right? This needs to be the exact same situation. Because what happens on show day, you're running around, you fall behind yourself, and that's your fault. It's not the makeup artist's fault. It's not your coach's fault. It's not your girlfriend's fault. It's not your family that you haven't seen in six months' fault. It's your fault that you fell behind, okay? So make sure that we just stay ahead of these things, stay on top of these things, and I believe, um, this, this is a funny LOL because um, I'm going to explain why I don't do this myself. So this is one of those moments, do as I say, not as I do, right? Go to the athletes meeting. I've never been to one. Go to the athletes meeting so that you can get familiar with the venue, the faces of the judges, the MC, the promoter, everyone who's going to be backstage, the expediters, all that stuff. We thrive in familiarity. So once you come on stage, all the faces that you're going to see, every voice that you're hearing, the judging panel, this isn't the first time you've seen them. We thrive in familiarity. Also, you guys know how big I am on manifestation, on visualization. We should be manifesting and visualizing the entire morning what's going to happen when we go out on stage. Place the venue, place the crowd, place the judges, place the expediter, place the MC, place all the chaos in its due place that it's going to be once you walk on stage. This does matter. You might be listening to this and be like, well, that doesn't dictate me when you're losing a show. You're right. It doesn't dictate when you're losing the show. But if it dictates your cortisol levels, but if it, but 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 if it makes you better prepared to just simply perform, which it does, one hundred percent, it does. It's irrefutable that it does. Then why would you not do it? Let me tell you why I don't do it. I don't do it because before every single show that I've ever done, I look everything up online. I know who the judging panel is. I know who the promoters are. I know who every single person is. I go out of my way to meet as many of those people as I possibly can. When I'm at check-ins. I piss people off because they think I'm fucking brown-nosing or whatever it is. I introduce myself to every single judge. Every single person who's helping with the check-in process, I'm introducing myself to. I'm making sure they know who I am. I'm looking them in the eye. I'm letting them know what class I'm doing, and I thank them for being there. It's not brown-nosing. That's me getting familiar. So that when I go out on stage, I'm fucking ready. Oh, a lot of people might feel uncomfortable doing that, and I, I understand. Um... I also personally don't care because I, I will also look at the guy next to me and tell him about to kick his ass and, and mean it. But for a lot of people, and I, I say that in a douchey way, but I mean it as well. <laughs> for a lot of people, though, that's kind of what, like, that that's a little crossing in line. You need to do something along the lines to get yourself prepared so everyone knows who you are and you know who everyone is. Only good things can really come from that. Like, up to a certain point. Honestly, at the Kuklo this year, I was a little fucking nervous because you're starting to get to the point where you're almost too well-known in the NPC. That's like, the, everyone has a thought. Everyone has a, a preconceived notion about me. I can't, I can't really control if it's good or bad. Like, the whole judging panel, like, they all have a thought of who Justin Mahaley is. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can only control so much. Like, I try to be a decent person. 
Sometimes it's hard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but it's like life tests uh, me. <laughs> yeah, like at that point, you can control so much. Like now, moving forward, it's like they all know the coach, Justin. So it's like competing again, and you know, going into the higher ranks of the national levels. It's like disassociating coach Justin from like athlete Justin. I don't know. It, it'll it'll be interesting to see kind of how that one plays out. You know, because most coaches who reach that Olympia level just don't compete anymore. Right. And so that that's going to be very interesting to see. I think there's a lot of value in. I mean, what, I don't know. What do you think? You think there's value in like knowing the judges and the MC? Does that mean anything to you at all? And let me also preface. I think it might mean more to me because there's more calls that I have to go through than bikini. Mm-hmm. But you still have to go through calls. What do you think? Did, did, what, does it make a difference? For, no, for me, no. You don't I mean, care. No. It's not going to, it really isn't going to change if someone's better than me or not. You know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm pretty, I think your first show, yes, go and do mm-hmm. all of that so you can get familiar with what's, what's to come. Yeah. But I mean, I've done how many shows I now? Agree so with I'm kind that. of just like, the voice is either, you know, it's only like three different people. And it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, when you're, you know, like, you're only competing at the, at the national level, it's like, it's either Sandy or Tyler. Literally. So, so I'm like, okay, yeah. I know Sandy, I know Tyler. Yeah. I know the people who are, like, directing me on stage. They're the same people at the yeah. national the show. the A-team. Yep. 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 Andy so and Rick and Tony. Like, yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah, I love those guys. Yeah, all right, so I, I say go. Megan says fuck off unless it's your first time. <laughs> Basically, I don't even know the fuck I'm talking about. All right, this is a big one. This is a big one. <laughs> on game day, the only communication that matters is <laughs> communication with your coach. Truly, nobody cares about, like... What your girlfriend's texting you? Okay, a lot of or, like, people do. Boyfriend's texting you. A lot of you, people do. A lot like, of people. That's what, their biggest supporters. So, so hang uh, on. No. Let me no. Let me finish <laughs> no. this. The issue is how many times have I run into this problem? Of I got caught in conversation with my family for fifteen minutes, and now I'm ten minutes late on pictures. Ten minutes—that's ten minutes of of improving your physique that we just lost out on. That we now have to make up ground for later on. I, I want you that's to have. Ever happened. Yes, yes, it absolutely has. No, but you know why it doesn't fucking happen for my ass anymore? Because I fucking I make it so clear. I tell these people set a timer on your phone for your next set of pics. So unless you're just going to completely ignore that timer, you're not going <laughs> to miss your next set of pictures, right? Like, and that's a, I, 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 Matt and I's communication on game day. Every time he told me to do something, I, I was remember just that next time you text me on game day, I'm gonna I was just like, set a timer. Off. I just text you good luck. <laughs> no, that I text you. So, oh, <laughs> you need something on game day? Fuck! Why are you talking to me? <laughs> no, no. But you see, but but if if my name pops up on and, and I'm about to go, there's something. You know, you guys want to know something funny? Okay, you were texting me into the you minute you walked on stage. Backstage at the Kuklo. I told you guys about this before. There's two guys that did that show that have since turned pro. And so, obviously, they looked fucking crazy, right? They looked nuts. So, I'm backstage, and there's, the you know, we all get called up, and we take our clothes off, and I'm like, shit, you know, I know I fucking look good. Like, look at me. Like, shit. <laughs> but all of a sudden, I'm over here, like, looking at these two guys. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, I, I might lose today. And that whole prep, I never had that thought until about two minutes before stage, <laughs> When I'm looking at these guys, I'm like, oh, shit, man, I, I really might lose today. Like, I really might fucking lose. 
And I, I can't remember what I texted you. I texted you something, but I was like, I'm just not sure how this is about. Well, to I was go. watching them on stage, so I was reporting back. Yeah, how dude, they looked because they looked nasty. <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I, I was basically I, like, shut the fuck up. You're fine. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I I guess I was definitely in my head there. I was super in my head there. <laughs> but like, I mean, dude, they were great fucking better. They're, they're literally IFBB pros now. Like, obviously, they're real fucking good. And I, 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 I don't know. Sometimes I guess I, I tell my athletes that story often because I like, man, just don't get in your fucking head. Like, isn't that what you want? Like, you want to show up and have good ass fucking people. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That's why I tell my athletes. Absolutely, you don't want to show up and have fucking shit competition. Then like, you still don't, don't know where you stand. Exactly, you have no. Then clue. you're gonna go to national show and get your shit pushed and, in because you think you're good. Yeah, and a lot of you know, I, I won the I won the Ohio State overall back in 2019, and even after that show, I was like, damn, you know, you're like you're an okay bodybuilder. Like, I beat some okay bodybuilders, and I beat them with ease, but an okay bodybuilder should beat, you know, people who are slightly less than okay bodybuilders with ease, right? But then the Kuklo was kind of my time to be, oh, shit, like, I'm, I'm, I'm good at this. Like, I'm good at this thing. And for Megan, I think it was Junior Nationals. It's like, dude, you missed it that by that much? Mm-hmm. That's when you knew you were really, like, you're meant to do this shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can take this somewhere, right? So, on game day, the communication that matters is the communication with your coach. Sure, whatever. You want to text your fucking girlfriend? Text your fucking girlfriend. Like, anything you're doing, just make sure you have a timer on your phone. Make sure you're in communication with your coach. Because, yes, we can drastically change your physique. Also, yes, show day cortisol can drain your physique very fucking quickly. If I'm asking for fucking 10 sets of picks, it's probably because I see cortisol elevating through your physique and I need to make sure we're keeping this thing at bay. So you need to send me these fucking pictures, right? And need to. Or else all of a sudden you show up on stage and you're real fucking flat and you don't look very good. And man, we could have prevented that. Now, come to the pre-stage time. People pumping up and turn it into a workout rather than a pump session. Look. You should be able to get a pump within five minutes. Honestly, at that point, within two minutes. Like, you're fucking peeled. And you probably haven't trained in a couple days. And, and you've had a few days off training. So, you know, and I, I've talked many times about how, like, this whole, like, loading thing is, like, super fucking overrated for a large majority of people. The bigger item is pulling back stress and then allowing food to do the work and then adding on top of the baseline diet from there as we see fit. But if all of a sudden you just pull back stress to zero and you bump up carbs 400, like things probably aren't going to go very fucking well, right? So we do it one step at a time and we make sure that it's a perfect physique come show day. Dude, honestly, it's real fucking simple. And I used to miss peaks all the time and I see people missing peaks a ton who don't even realize how badly they're missing peaks. Uh, they think all is fine and well because of just, I guess, acute confirmation bias. Picture by picture, meal by meal. After every single meal, let's see pics. Let's go through poses. Let's see pics. Let's see how that meal went. When you find a meal that works, stick with the meal. If you don't need to fucking eat more, don't eat more. What are you actually seeing in the pics? What is your eye seeing? Is your eye seeing a physique that says it need, that, that uh, this physique needs more food? Or does it need more water? If you don't know, we can experiment. Guess what a quarter of an English muffin is going to do to the physique's final appearance? Nothing. Guess what two ounces of water is going to do to the physique's final appearance? Nothing. Guess what an eighth teaspoon of salt is going to do to the physique's final appearance? Nothing. 
if you're not sure what it needs, we have three options that are pretty fucking prominent. Try all three. Quarter English muffin, see picks in 20 minutes. No visual change. It wasn't carbs. Two ounces of water, see picks in 10 minutes. Oh, shit, there's a change. All right, let's ride this out. I'll see picks again in 20 minutes. Nothing in that time. See me picks in 20 minutes, back to where they were. Two ounces of water, see me picks in 10 minutes. Right, you're, now you're holding this look. <coughs> Excuse me. See how far we can push this look. 20 minutes, see picks, drops back down. Another two ounces of water. Now we know every 20 minutes we need two ounces of water. And we run that until the stage. Two ounces of water, two ounces of water. You're seeing pics. You're getting the visuals. I think it needs something else. Let's start back over from scratch. Quarter of an English muffin. Picks in 20 minutes. Oh, shit. That helped us a little bit. But it's not the look I wanted. All right. Now we're going to add in an eighth teaspoon salt. Let's see picks in 10 minutes. Oh, shit. That's the look we want. Now we have more data. Two ounces of water, a quarter English muffin, and eight teaspoons of salt going down every 20 minutes. Keep it rolling. That's not going to fuck up the end result, right? Keep it fucking rolling until you find that perfect look, and then all of a sudden you just hold. You pull it down to a baseline. Every 45 minutes you have the, those items, and you just carry that over to the stage. Dude, peaking is that fucking easy. I can't believe I just told you guys all of that, but that is literally how you never miss a peak. Yep. That, that's how Matt Jansen peaks. How do you think I fucking peak now? That's how I peak people. Who's not missing peaks? Yeah. Well, me and Matt aren't. Guess who else does that? Andrew Vu peaks that way. Guess who's not missing peaks? Andrew Vu. So people are focusing on all these fucking moving items. When the reality is, body's going to tell you what it wants. The entire day, the body's going to tell you exactly what it wants, what it needs. You just have to be receptive of the feedback. Don't try to push when it needs to pull and don't try to pull when it needs to push. Push and push and push until you find out what it, what it is that needs pushed. So don't overdo your fucking training session, your, your pump session either. Don't overdo to a workout. You're getting a pump real fucking quick, especially when you're loaded the way that you should be loaded. That pump should happen instantaneously. Don't listen to the expediters. Look, their job is to make sure the show is as rushed as possible. Who's on stage? If you got eight fucking classes to go until you're up and the expediters are calling for you, you are not going for another hour and a half. You've got nothing but time. Like, you've got more than time on your side. You can take a nap. You can go to bed. We got time to run to fucking Panera and grab some <laughs> goddamn post-noms. Post, post like, we got time for everything, right? Who's on the stage, all right? When the class before you is about to get on stage, so essentially when two classes before you is going through their posing uh, or their comparisons, uh, when they're going through their, yeah, when, when they're going through their call-outs, I'm sorry, their call-outs, that's when we should probably start pumping very lightly. Like, I'm talking 10 reps on the body parts that you want to pump with a band until the class before you goes into call-outs. Now the pump starts. But not everybody also needs to pump. I'm, I'm going to get to that. Oh, okay, I'm going to okay, get okay. to that. When the class before you goes into call-outs, now you pump. You have five minutes before you're on stage. You need three minutes to pump. 
Don't get anxious because other people are blowing their whole fucking nut on this workout that they decided to do. An hour before stage. An hour before the stage. Like, they're sweating. They're nasty. They're they're gnarly. They're flat as fuck. Like, no pumps were had anywhere that day. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I I got a pump. No, like, there's just blood that was in the muscle because it had to be there, but it's now all leaving because there's nothing to hold it or maintain it there. So, five minutes. That allows you to fucking mobilize. That allows you to get ready. That's going to allow you to not overdo it and hold it. One way to ruin this is if you're too stressed out. You you know, all of we all get excited before the stage, but if you're real fucking anxious and you're real fucking nervous and you're trying to get a pump, um, you know, five minutes before a stage, it just doesn't matter what you're going to do. That high cortisol is going to shoot it down nine times out of ten. So remember, the calmest athlete usually wins. And... Stress shows on stage, and it makes you look like you're unprepared. You can prepare all you want for 19 weeks leading into this show, but if you're too stressed when you step out on stage into those lights, everyone sees it, and you're going to get eaten alive. You're going to get eaten alive by the judges. You're going to get eaten alive by the people around you who aren't stressed out and who are calm. It's going to show. So prepare. Know what's going to happen. Know the order things are going to happen. Know your routine front and back so you can do it blindfolded. Just relax and have fun. Going into the pump, know your weak areas that you want pumped and spend about 30 reps across three or four sets of just pushing blood into them. Go through band of movements that you know you can contract. Well, you should, the week of the show at some point, you should do a mock pump. Um, so you know, everyone knows what the fucking weak points on their physique are, right? I think. Should. So like... If, 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 if not, me neither. My, my shit's perfect. My, I'm, I'm <laughs> so, like, if you don't, just look in the mirror. <laughs> like, you'll be able to see what the weak points in your physique are. So, know what you need to pump up and, and go through a little practice. But like I say, you need 10 reps, like, three or four times through just light reps to nothing hard. And then you'll be ready. To Megan's point, some people will look better without a pump. You know, the uh, girl who won the North Americans overall, James's girl, she you know, she doesn't pump before a stage. She just looks better without a pump. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't pump I had, before the stage. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I had any of my North America girls. No, I had Emily pump a little bit. Um, I, don't, I don't think anyone else. I think Sam pumped a tiny amount. I, I don't think Noah pumped. Um, it just, it is, it's not depend on anything other than how do you just look. Like, do you look like you need one or not? Right. Like, like if your shoulders are already full, like that's yeah. why we did it for mine, because they were already full striated. Your, shoulder, <laughs> your shoulders were so far ahead of Kerrigan's already that, like, we, we wanted to tone it back. Mm-hmm. Like, not that your shoulders were I remember we saw her pumping, I was just, like, should we pump me? She's yeah. Pumping. She's pumping. I knew that she was in my competition. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, it, was, it was a two-way <laughs> was a two-way race there. Absolutely. So, like, n- like... I don't think it's a bad thing either. Like, look at your competition or, like, have your coach look at your competition. Like, you know, where are our body parts? Are they going to stand out? Yeah, like, assess your weak points compared to theirs and try and, like, do what you can in that time. But, like, it's it's definitely about running your own race. But also at the high levels, it's about, like, we need to beat these people in certain poses or body parts as well in order to get where we want. Um, So... You may not need to pump, and that is okay. Honestly, it's more convenient if you don't need to pump. Um, picks during the week at different times of the day is how you should be able to decide what your pump protocol will be. Um, honestly, my pump protocol is real simple. If I have someone consume 
anything before a stage. It's just going to be honey, salt, and water. Um, usually something like 10, 15 grams honey, a half teaspoon salt, two or three ounces of water. About 10 minutes before the pump is going to be pretty good. Now, this is just to top things off, right? If you're already fucking full, if you're already topped off, all this is going to, all this can make happen is bad. Nothing good can come from this. If you've got enough fucking stored up and you're just sitting there and you've got these fucking veins blistering out of your fucking arms already, don't pump. Don't, don't take any pump. Don't pump. Don't anything. Just go like that. Like you're obviously good, right? Um, I will say a majority of my athletes don't consume anything here. Um, you know, we do our work before we get backstage. And by the time you get backstage, it's about lay down, put a pillow under your head, hike your feet up, pay attention to who's on stage, get up, um, you know, get glazed a, a couple of classes before you get in line and go fucking do the work. Right? That's the majority of time. That's how we do things. Um, I think it's important to keep covered as long as you possibly can because the warmer you are, the better you're going to hold your pump. The reality is you shouldn't be worried about sweating at that state. And dude, like, it's always so cold. Dude, it's so fucking cold. It's so fucking cold back there. Like, I think they keep it on, like, 69 or 70. Because they have it's to. It's, like, to, miserably. And you're already, yeah. you're already always cold because you're so lean. But the stage lights are so fucking hot that, like, when you're on stage, you feel okay. And when you start to get, like, right before you walk on stage, you start to get nervous. You get a little, yeah. you, you get a little warm. Yeah, yeah, you get a little warm and that uh -huh. nervousness yeah. kind of sinks in. Absolutely. Um, if you sweat, it means there was a botch job. So you should not be sweating on stage. You need to re-diagnose your water, sodium intake. Do whatever it takes and not sweat more. It's really that simple. It's that easy. Um, but the warmer you are, the better you're going to hold your pump, the easier you're going to have a pump. More vascular you're going to be. Probably the calmer you'll be because you're not going to be standing there like fucking freezing. Like having goosebumps. I and always shit. have so many blankets. Yeah, dude, like blankets and a pillow <laughs> is fucking cozy as shit, dude. Make a bed. Go to fucking remember, sleep. Remember when we were at the Texas show with Kelly and we just yeah. made a giant bed in the middle? Yeah, just made a giant fucking bed. Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> that was dope. Um, get comfortable backstage. Like, don't let anyone make you anxious. It's the ex-buyer's job to rush you. It's the judge's job to judge you. And all that matters is you're getting on stage with your best physique. And the calmer you can be and the better prepared you can be, the probably better outcome there is going to be when you're on stage. So know what classes are before you. Wait until the last minute to take your clothes off. And hopefully this helps you guys. Hopefully this helps you guys when you're going into that uh, pre-stage, the last uh, 24 hours, if you will, the last 12 hours, if you will. Is there anything I missed on that uh, you'd like to add? No, I think that's good. Not too shabby, huh? Yeah. Decent at this podcasting. I've been practicing. Yeah, but don't listen to the whole practicing. masculinity bullshit thing. Yeah, so masculine <laughs> desires. Let's that out. If you guys all want to learn how to just be a little better, like everywhere. Um, no, go to the spirit guide page. They're better. Spirit guide page is pretty fucking good. Um, <laughs> some bonus content here. Let's see what spirit guide page last post is. Spirit. I can't. I it's, can't. It's the one with the blue, the blue guy. Spirit guide page. Your entire house is about to be blessed. Affirm yes. <laughs> Type yes if you can relate. See, that is so Did you ever try to find how your date of birth and your name is connected to your path in life? 
I don't think that's the right page. I don't think it is. <laughs> this is I just got way dumber. I just got a lot dumber. <laughs> we did not need that. Oh, here's one. Everything heals. Your body heals. Your heart heals. Your mind heals. Wounds heal. Your soul repairs itself. Your happiness is always going to come back. Bad times don't last. I'm motivated. <laughs> I'm hyped up. I'm ready to attack the day. Episode 193. I'll see you next time. Ever tried reading while jogging, cooking, or even juggling flaming torches? Yeah, doesn't end well. But with audiobooks.com, you can conquer books without the circus act. Dive into over 450,000 titles, including more than 10,000 free ones. Get hooked on a bestseller, find your next obsession, or finally read that classic you've been avoiding since high school. And here's the inside scoop. Sign up today for a free 30-day trial and snag your first three audiobooks on the house. Sign up for your free trial at audiobooks.com slash podcast free today. That's audiobooks.com slash podcast F-R-E-E.